the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Welcome to the Dan Proft Radio Show. You can tell by my voice I am not Dan Proft, unfortunately, because that guy really has the life. My name is Julie Kelly. I am a senior contributor, writer for American Greatness, amgreatness.com. If you haven't heard of us, I hope you can check us out. We're a relatively new publication. We've been online about four years. We've got some great writers, Victor Davis Hanson, Conrad Black. You can find uh, Selena Zito's work there. A lot of new up-and-coming writers as well. I am going to have my publisher on, Chris Buskirk. Later in the show, we are going to talk about the late, great Rush Limbaugh, his impact on all of us in conservative media, and his legacy. Um, so before we get into I've also got some terrific guests on. You, I'm talking to Steve Malloy, who is an expert on the climate change cabal, as we call them. He is going to be talking about the disaster that's happening in Texas. Thanks to the Republican leadership's over-reliance on clean energy, such as wind turbines that are now frozen. Millions have been without power in Texas, thanks to an unprecedented snowstorm. So we talked to Steve Malloy in a little bit. Uh, Also going to be talking to my friend Kurt Schlichter, town hall contributor, author, radio host, uh, one of the funniest guys out there right now, also very active on Twitter. He is going to be talking about what's happening in California, his home state, and the recall effort of Gavin Newsom, which is picking up steam. I think last time I checked, they had 1.7 million signatures. Um, by the way, I think signature verification is going to become a new thing, uh, a hot thing again after the 2020 election. No one cared, but that's going to be important in uh, California. Also, I'll be talking to Kelly Torrance. She is with New York Post, talking about the meltdown of what's happening with Governor Cuomo. Boy, the Democrats are not having a very good week at all. You have the Democratic governors of the two largest states, uh, people ask, on both sides of the political aisle and the media, surprisingly, calling for their heads. Um, Andrew Cuomo is not handling the pressure well at all, uh, which is a delight to see because he deserves everything that is now coming his way, and more so. And we'll talk to Kelly Torrance about that. Also, I'll be talking to Arthur Millick at the Claremont Institute. They are, um, I guess you would call them the antidote to the old school establishment conservative think tanks like the Heritage Foundation. Uh, They are launching a new effort. And this is uh, called a new conservative. A new conservatism must emerge. And this is really where conservatism goes in the post-Trump era. Of course, we still have the president as the leader of the party. But what exactly can these institutions do 
to continue to promote not just the policies of the Trump administration and President Trump, but certainly his approach to politics and taking off the gloves a little bit and fighting the real battles that not are just not policy, but also culturally. Uh, Arthur is a very smart young guy, and he's going to be talking about that effort. As I mentioned, also talking to my editor, Chris Buskirk, in a while, uh, shortly here about Rush Limbaugh and conservative media's future. So unfortunately, and we've been hearing tributes again all day today, honoring Rush Limbaugh, who, as all of you know, tragically passed away yesterday after a year-long battle with lung cancer. Um, it's, it's amazing he survived as long as he did. If anyone knows someone who's been diagnosed with lung cancer, usually uh, you don't survive that long. But we know he was a fighter. Um, he endured really horrific treatments over the past year. Uh, I think he did that because he knew that we really needed his voice this past year and what a hole we will all have in that 12 to 3 or central time here in Chicago, uh, 11 to 2 hour, uh, 11 to 2 time of the afternoon without rush. So he certainly will be missed. Here is how his wife, uh, Catherine, announced uh, Rush's passing yesterday. I, like you, very much wish Rush was behind this golden microphone right now. She went on to explain that he had passed away. And um, it, even though we knew it was coming, everyone on social media yesterday and in friend group chats still were, were shocked to hear the news. People were crying. Um, I know there were other radio hosts who were talking who were you know, choked up in tears talking about what he meant to them, what he meant to this space, this profession. This would not exist uh, but for Rush Limbaugh, his pioneering, and really all all that he endured from the left and sometimes even from Republicans um, trying to cancel him. He was the original uh, target of the modern-day cancel culture. And you could see on social media yesterday and even on cable news shows the venality of the left once again in full display, cheering his demise. But it's not because of what Rush said or did. They are angry that even though he passed away too young, um, he went out on his own terms. They did not cancel him. And in fact, towards the end, especially in the Trump era, he was an early supporter of Donald Trump. He actually got stronger. Uh, he grew his following instead of having it sh- shrunk by the people on the left and Democrats, mainstream media who wanted him out. You know, I've heard some interesting descriptions of Rush Limbaugh. People have just obviously referred to him as a radio host, as an entertainer, um, you know, a conservative figurehead. But he was one of the top influencers on the right over the past three decades. He was not just an entertainer. He was not just someone who hosted a radio show. There was no one who could light up the switchboards at the White House or on Capitol Hill like Rush Limbaugh. He helped promote 
ideas. He held Republican legislators, lawmakers, governors to account. He helped back people like Brett Kavanaugh when Republican lawmakers were getting wobbly. He was not just a voice for all of us who were already involved in the movement. He helped persuade tens of millions of people. You saw this yesterday. You saw this yesterday and today. People who said their parents started listening to Rush, and they were listening to Rush's children, and that's why they became conservatives, and that's how they got into conservative media. Some of them even said this is why they ran for office growing up, listening to Rush behind the golden microphone. And so uh, his passing, of course, tragic, sad news. Um, But his legacy continues on, and it was so good yesterday to hear from President Trump. He appeared on several shows talking about his personal friendship with Rush Limbaugh, but also what he meant to him professionally, what he meant to the MAGA movement, and how much he'll be missed. So we'll play a few of those clips in a little bit. Uh, We'll be back after this break. Exposing political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.